Today, this is Anne of Free Enforce Me Club. Today, we are going to talk about the top seven reflective questions for introspection. By the way, happy Valentine's Day. You gotta have a lovely day. So, this is just not a, a happy hearts day for girlfriends and boyfriends and couples. This applies to everybody. This is the day of love. However you define it, you know, how you want to define love in your life, how you want to express it. And of course, guys, this is your day. Express love in your own way. Love yourself, love your dog, love your cat, whatever. This is a reminder that love matters. <laughs> so let's dive into the first question before we talk about this, you know, other stuff like love. So the first one is, what are my core values and am I living in the alignment with them? The core values is like the criteria for every person and not all people have standards. Some people downsize them, themselves. Some people doesn't have standards, no, no boundaries. They, they let other people treat them like, like, like shites, kind of. So this is important. This could be the basis of your relationship, you know, with, with people you want to hang out with. So my, for me, I only got top three core values. The first one is good health, because uh, I believe that uh, it, with a weak body and mind, with a weak body and a strong mind, you cannot effectively execute what you want to do in this life. One life, one opportunity, one chance in one life. So you have to take good care of your body and mind so that you can implement or execute your goals and your aspirations. And uh, it, under health, I am also pro-growth. So I need people who are within my vibe and I, I want to be attracted to, to people who help me grow, who have higher vibe than I, family-wise, uh, like, uh, you know, family-wise, those people have good relationship, wonderful family. I like those people. Those people who who manages their, their company well. Those people who are, like, uh, like self-reliant, financially independent. I love to hang out with those people because I can learn something from them. So that involves in health, mental health-wise. And under health, I also, uh, like, read and execute. But I'm not a bookworm. I read one book three to five times, right? Uh, it's it's not, I'm not sure if that's common, but I read one book three to five times until I can really absorb more from the book and then apply it. And then I get another book and I go back to that same book and two books in like three months, I try to apply it. I am more of quality now over quantity. But guys, if you can manage... To have like quality and quantity, you're still going to be a superstar. Everybody can be different. So for me, I just uh, I'm I'm a small like a, I, I like a small stuff. I can't manage to yeah I can manage to read a lot of book, but I want to understand. I want to apply it. So that's that's the reason why I I stick to one book for like one or two months. The second 
core values that I have is wealth. So I, I, I am working on things like investing uh, because I want to be financially independent in, when I'm in 50s. I just, I just want to be in the background, but I still want to be, I want to get involved in the business. So I want to learn more. I want to grow more so I can manage the stuff that I want. So because I believe that whatever you build, it actually just the same level of your, you know, your your personal growth. Now, lastly, my, you know, another thing that I cherish a lot is a deep relationship. I, I want connection with people. And I, I have no time with other stuff other than, if, you know, if I'm not happy with this person, uh, try to really just as much as possible cut them off as nice as I can. Like part ways as friends, sports, sportsmanship. Because I, I want a real relationship where I can be myself, where the other party could be themselves and, you know, we could work together in this relationship, grow together. And uh, if we have like uh, conflicts, we can solve until we grow. We grow together. So those those are the kinds of relationship that are worth keeping. Those are the relationship which can make you a better person and helps you grow. So my top three core values are health, good health, wealth, and deep relationships. And the next question is number two: How do I handle failures and setbacks? And what can I learn from them? So, so I hope you can also reflect on this. How do I handle failures and setbacks? And what can I learn from them? So I just read it again. <laughs> For me personally, I view failure as something to face. Before, when I was in my young age, I don't like to fail. But it seems like I wasn't happy that time. I wasn't happy with myself when I was younger, to be honest, guys. People see me as, uh, you're so cool. You finished this. You finished that. You got this money. But I, I wasn't happy. I, hate, I hated myself before when I was young. But from that love and hate relationship with myself, I love myself more now. I'm comfortable. I'm happy in my own skin. So talking, speaking about failure, failure is not permanent though it's it's part of the seasons of life life has also winter spring summer or fall that life has also have those seasons so sometimes things are working and there you go there's a hole in the wall you gotta solve it problem comes up so that's that's part of life that's part of living problem problems will always be there and part of that is failure and also Failure is also an opportunity to grow. The, the more you fa fail, the more you learn a lot. So that is why successful people say that, you know, they're, they're, they're failing their way to success because you have to fail in some point. But if you're working on something which involves money and focus, plus you have to manage people, it's, it's important to get a, a mentor who have already successfully done or, or venture the, the thing that you want to build. So a mentor can guide you to at least uh, lessen the the risk. And um, you know, failure is all is as important as success. So the third question: Am I living authentic authentically? 
and staying true to myself, even in the face of societal pressure. So are you being true to yourself in spite of the demands, the demands of the society? Like you have to be this and that, you have to be a good boy or good girl. Gosh, that's sometimes being a good boy or good girl could be broad, something broad about it. For me, uh, authenticity is my main spice in a relationship because it opens up to the, the stage of uh, vulnerability and that what, what keeps you connected with, the other, with other people who are within your vibe. And that energy could also repels you from people who, who, are not, who, are not, who are not within your energy. I love genuineness. Even if, uh, you know, if I'm alone, I prefer to be alone because when I'm with, uh, with people who's making me feel like shite, I suddenly <laughs> become introvert <laughs> because I don't know, gosh, I don't know how to talk about this. I'm not into this. And, uh, you know, those are the days and times wherein I prefer to be alone with myself rather than hang out with these people who, whom I don't really vibe with and uh, I don't learn anything it's just you know for them it's just they just want to f be cool like the way they see coolness what's coolness but you know it, I also want to be cool but in my way so people have their own way of really seeing things which I understand but you know the, those are the days which you know we, we learn lessons and there will be more lessons in the future. I expect that to happen. Now, question number four. What legacy I want to leave behind and how am I actively contributing to it? So what legacy do you want to leave in this planet and how are you contributing to it? Are you doing something about it right now? Now, for me, well, according to my, this is according to my young relatives, my cousins, I am a good model to them. Gosh, thank you very much. I'm trying. I'm not perfect. And I love imperfection, though. I can never be perfect. I, I work well in the imperfection. And I, I aspire to be the greatest accountability partner for, for people who wants to make a difference in their lives. I also want to have uh, like a char charitable activity. And I'm working on it, of wherein I could contribute on a regular basis to, to children who have been ab abandoned by parents. And as of this moment, I am doing my best to be useful in the workplace, at home, and in the community. Now, question number five. How do I handle conflicts and disagreements? And do, it stri do I strive for resolution and understanding? Again, let me read this again. I cannot read my handwriting. How do I handle conflicts and disagreements? And do I strive for resolution and understanding? Wow. Wow, because before, when I was younger, I don't like I don't I don't like disagreements, guys. Although it happens to me almost every day. I want to stay away from it. I don't confront it. That's why I'd like to say RIP to those broken past broken relationships that I have. RIP to those, you know, opportunities that didn't work out with me because, because of my fault. 
RIP to those wonderful memories, which helped me a lot, but didn't work out to me because of me. So otherwise, thank you very much that it happened. I will not going to be this kind of person right now without those uh, sadness and awful things in the past. It made me who I am right now. Still not perfect again. <laughs> so this time I, you know, when, when some issues arise, I try to be alone. Uh, you know, some like I need an alone time when, when I get emotional, when I'm angry, maybe like uh, three to five minutes of alone time before I confront the person. Because I believe which happened to me before, that when you are emotional or you're angry, there is a huge possibility that you're going to hurt the, the other party, the, the other person. So that's why I need an alone time before confrontation. And though that alone time will also give me uh, you know, new perspectives. When I have an ample of time, alone time, to solve the issue, I try to get uh, different ideas from different people. So I can get... Uh, an answer with a high probability of solving the issue with less consequence. So I love brainstorming too. That also helped me learn something. And in my alone time, I also ask myself if, you know, if this relationship is worth fighting for, you know, do I, is, is this relationship worth keeping? Is the issue worth? Uh, does the issue matters in five minutes, five years, five months? Otherwise, if it really has to be resolved, and if it's really worse, you need a mediator. But most of most of my days, you know, there's I, I usually confront people. There could be mediators, but these are the you know the usual issues in the workplace, which is normal. So if you have, if you ever have work, uh, like issues in the workplace, guys, that's totally norm normal because you are working in that area. You have, you have different upbringings, you have different personalities, different ways. So how in the world that you, you can ever work harmoniously without conflicts? The good thing about conflict, guys, once it is resolved, you can come up with a better idea. That idea could be, you know, you become a different person. Or you can improve, you know, the newly improve you because of the conflict, you know, that happened before. So conflict have loads of benefits once you 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 use it as an advantage, as a person. If you try to reflect, you know, self-reflect at times, you can actually learn something from conflict. That's to my you know, perspectives. And I believe in the saying that the, the only way that you can understand that you can be understood is you have to understand first understand the market or the person and be understood now um, this the six we're going towards the sixth question question number six how do I manage stress and prioritize self-care in my daily life how would you how do you manage stress guys how do you do with self-care? Come on, you can write down your comments below. So for me, my practice since I was a child, I soothe myself. I, I tap my chest and I tap my, my shoulders. I argue, I even argue with myself. I talk to myself like 
I am my own best, best friend. Look, this time around, I think I am, I am more loving to myself right now. Unlike when I was younger, way back, I was terrible. But I am also grateful that those days are gone. Those, I've learned from those days. And I, if I ever get a chance to, to change those days, which will never going to happen, I am still, you know, if those days will happen again, okay, I, I, it's fine. Let it be. Because, you know, I have already harvested the fruit of my being terrible person before. And I've done a lot of the wrong things and I've failed a lot. So, yeah, it's, it, it makes me tougher now at this time. And uh, I love it. I love the feeling. It's like a dopamine to me. But I'm not drinking or you know, taking anything. But, you know, uh, when you get over a terrible problem, when you were able to solve a problem, you know, it makes you really become more confident, especially the simple stuff, like just merely doing what you said you're going to do to yourself. You can't lie to yourself, guys. Come on. But uh, you can lie to other people. But, you know, your yourself will always catch you. You thief, if you ever... Now, the last question, question number seven, am I fostering meaningful connections and relationships? So would you love to have meaningful relationship or just, you know, you just hang out with these people for the sake of world peace, for the sake of just hanging out because you don't want to be bored at home? Look, guys, absolutely, I cherish uh, real, authentic relationship. Again, I'd rather be alone than you know, not being myself if I hang out with this group. So if it's not my thing, it's not my thing. You will realize that when you reach, uh, when you're in your 30s or 40s, it will come up <laughs> to your brain that, you know, your energy and time are more precious. So I love relationships that are worth keeping. And I understand that you have to make an effort to, to really nourish the relationship that you keep. That you can go to, so you can grow together. It's it's just like an exchange of values from from different people. I'm getting this, and I give this to you. Not just food, guys. It's it's something like uh, I don't know, maybe energy or something you've learned from from other people, and they can learn something from you. So I love brainstorming once again, or an energy exchange of energy, which is with uh, which uplifts me. When, when, you know, especially when I'm working. So I hang out with, with happy people, people who are, who cherish their families and family, man, a, a good woman or the best mom in the world. I, I love those people. And, uh, you know, one of my love language is uh, quality time. So if you see me around, it means that I care. I'm connected. I'm with you. But if you don't see me, and you know, you know the answer. <laughs> I'm just being real here. So again, let's recap the seven top seven uh, reflective questions for introspection. Number one is, what are my core values and am I living in alignment with them? The second question is, how do I handle failures and setbacks and what can I learn from them? The third question is, am I living authentically and staying true to myself? even in the face of societal pressures. The fourth question is, what legacy I want to leave behind and how am I actively contributing to it? 
The fifth question is, how do I handle conflicts and disagreements? And do I strive for resolution and understanding? Sixth question is, do I manage... I, Sorry about that. How do I manage stress and prioritize self-care in my daily life? And last question is, the last but not the least, am I fostering meaningful connections and relationships? So it's all up to you. And you can do some reflections if, you know, I hope this these questions really help you a lot. And uh, I'm looking forward for more problems and unexpected moments. Life will never go into... We're, never going to be perfect and you know success is an inside job you're you're never going to be done you know the lessons are you know will keep coming every day until the day we die you die i die however thank you very much for this life god i love it so have a lovely day ahead in the day of hearts february 14th today guys Happy Valentine's. This is Anne once again of Reinforcement Club telling you, you never lose. You either win or learn. Thank you very much. Love, love, love.